One of our favorites, comedian Tom Papa's with us, and he's got a Netflix special you can watch right now while you listen to this interview. Tom Papa, you're doing great. And a book coming out in May, You're Doing Great, and Other Reasons to Stay Alive. He's on with us now. Tom, what's up, buddy? Tom, you are doing great. Thank you. You are, too. <laughs> now, uh, Tom. We just enjoyed one of your comedy clips on our air. Yeah, we, we played the bit where you talked about you're fat. It's okay. We still like you. You're doing great, which is a great bit. And I'm, I'm glad yeah. you're on because I'm kind of chubby, and I think I'm happy with it. But now my wife has lost 35 pounds, and, I, and I go up to our sink, and I asked her for some Just the Men for my goatee. And alongside the Just for Men was Shampoo for Grain. I'm doing great. I don't think she thinks I'm doing great. <laughs> well, you know, that's just, you, she, she's going to have to just deal with that. <laughs> I mean, isn't, that, isn't that why you got married in the first place? So you didn't have to worry about this stuff? Yeah, I guess. I guess. But when the shoe's on the other foot, Tom, it's a little different. <laughs> yeah, but thankfully they give you a little more a little more leeway. Yeah. But look, I I think you know you're fine. What are you going to do? How much are you going to change at this point? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> the die no is cast. Take, yeah, no one's asking you to take your shirt off for a magazine. It's not happening. <laughs> you do. Unless, you ever, someone, unless someone starts publishing kind of chunky weekly, I think you're okay. Yeah, you, you ever been out in public as a grown man and you look over and there's a guy like your age and he's just got his shirt off and you're not at the beach or a pool and you go, who does that? Yeah. There should be an age limit. I know. I'm in L.A. now, and guys have their shirts off everywhere. And a lot of people that shouldn't have their shirts off. Old dudes, like, walking through a farmer's market with their weird gray chest hair. It's like, come on. Keep your shirt on. They got their shirts off, and that's in church. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's funny, too, about that, too, when you get a little older, Tom, is when you're, like, in your 20s, you'll see an older guy in the pool with his shirt on. You go, who who has a shirt on in the pool? And now that I'm in my mid-40s, I'm the guy with the shirt on in the pool. Yeah. I know, I know. But you know what? Then the other side of it is, you know, again, like, who cares? Who do you have to impress? You see the guys in, like, in Greece, you know, these 65-year-old dudes, and they've got nothing but a little Speedo on. They've got this funny-looking body, but they look so confident. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think we could use a little bit more of that. Well, maybe if you were in the Speedo, yeah, you got to really sell it. (laughs) Uh, We have author, comedian, actor, host, and I say actor because I'm reading here, and I had forgot one of our favorite movies, Behind the Candelabra. That must have been a ball filming that, huh? Yeah, that was amazing. It really was. That was I got I got really lucky with that one. I had done a movie with Soderbergh earlier called The Informant with Matt Damon, and then you know I became uh, friendly with those guys. And I got a text late at night from Steven Soderbergh, the director, and he said, "I'm putting you in the gayest movie of all time." <laughs> um, I said, "Great, that's great." And then about an hour later, I I texted him back and said. 
wait, what do I have to do? <laughs> you know what's funny about Read that? Read the fine print, Tom. Jerry, do you remember? Okay, so, Tom, you'll like this. So when that movie came out, we had the real-life guy who Matt Damon played. And remember, Jerry? Scott we, Thorson. Yeah, we couldn't ghost him. He kept, like, for some reason, we had him on. He must have liked us so much. He's, like, emailing us and texting to yeah, come we on. Him. We couldn't get in. Is I, he still alive? Yeah, we had to move studios, Tom, to get rid of the guy. Jeez, yeah, that, it, yeah, that's, there's a lot of people like that. <laughs> yeah, he called us one time from jail, I think, yes, didn't he? Yes, he called us from jail, that's you could right. hear the, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. He called you from jail? Yeah, yes. he was like in a holding cell or something, and he called us. And we're not even that good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what? He reminded him of Liberace. Yeah, <laughs> Scott. 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 <laughs> What uh? What was what's the what's the buzz? I know it's out now on Netflix. It came out uh, earlier. What the fourth? And what's the buzz on the new special? Yeah. It's an hour long. Oh, right? It's very uh, funny. Yeah, it's been really great. You know, it's the reception has been really huge on social media. People are just it's been nothing but positive, which is really you know, I know it's a strong act, and I've been touring around with it, and you know, it kills in the theaters and clubs where I've been playing. But then you put it out to a wider audience and just hope that they like it as much as like my diehard fans did. And it's been great. They've just been super into it. And the cool thing about it, too, is they're not only saying that it's super funny and that they love the special, but that when it was over, they just felt better. And that was kind of the intent of the whole thing. You know, it's called You're Doing Great. Is I want people to feel like, let's take the pressure off. Let's just reevaluate what's going on. I know we all feel like we're not doing that great, and we feel like there's all this pressure from social media and the news and all this stuff, but if you shut all that stuff off and just kind of look at your simple little life, you know what? You probably are doing pretty great. You know, there's always room for improvement, but lower the bar and lower your expectations of what a life should be. And people really resonated with that message, and you know, like I said, they're calling up, they're sending messages like, thank you, and I feel so much better Especially, it came out during the end of the impeachment and the State of the Union address, and it was like all of this, all the fighting was really in everybody's face for a minute, and this was kind of like the an escape for it, and I, I. that kind of was my whole intent for the special. Yeah, you know it's it's I was going to ask you about your writing uh your writing approach when you get ready to do a special or you're going to go on tour with new material. Are you the type of person where let's say you're at church or you're watching a documentary on Ted Bundy or whatever it is and then you see something uh, you know because of your observation humor where you write it down or got to remember yeah. and stop what you're doing right away? Yeah, I do. I I I I if, I, if something like hits me in any of those scenarios, I'll jot down a line or two of what I think might be funny, and then I'll keep that list going, and then I'll go back to it and see if it still inspires me a day or two later. And then if it does, then I'll just take it a little further and start bringing it up in the clubs and write a little bit more. But, yeah, I've learned when I, I – if you don't write it down, you're going to forget it. Or when I was younger, I used to think, oh, I'll remember that. That's so funny. Right. And right. you never do. <laughs> so true. In an hour, you know, and you've done them before, an hour of new material is tough. It is. It takes a while. And I, I, I don't rush them because I know what it takes for them to be right. really great. I feel like there's been a lot of specials put out recently. And I get it. You know, people, 
it's it's hard to say no when someone comes and offers you money and wants you to do a special, but you can't rush this stuff. Stand-up gets better over time, and it, it's definitely worth waiting because for an hour of material, you're probably going to have written Three hours. a couple hours. Yeah. Before. Yeah, but, and, then it, and then it boils down and gets better and better, and uh, it, it, it shrinks and it takes time. And, you know, there's only... Only Dave Chappelle could do an hour yes. every week. Yeah. The, rest of us, the rest of us would be better off taking some more time. You know, Tom, it's it's in our business when we get ready to do an interview, there's some people, oh, let's look up at their bio, read their bio or whatever, try to come up with stuff with you. We don't do that. And we probably should. I forgot, and I didn't. Your brother is like one of the best play-by-play guys on the planet, and we've never talked to you about it. No, you know what? He's not my. Someone just asked me if. He oh, was my I thought brother. he's because it's not, you know it's all over. See, if you should have done your homework. <laughs> yes, no, <laughs> you no. kind of defeated your. <laughs> no, I did, and that's where it was wrong because all over the internet. Yeah, where did you see that? It's all over the place. If you click your name and click you on Wikipedia or bios, it's got Bob Papa, who's a big play-by-play guy for NBC Sports and the Giants. Yeah. It's linked all over the internet, the internet. If you, if you put your name in. It seems to me that Bob Papa's trying to get some credit off of my special. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So what do you think of the Giants this coming season? Yeah, so how was growing up with Bob? (laughs) Did your mom and dad love him more? If I was, if I, if my life was commenting on on, and following the, the New York Giants around, I'd be latching onto comedians too. <laughs> well, where did you grow up, Tom? I grew up in New Jersey. I okay. am a Giants fan, and uh, it is—it's horrible. We haven't had a football season in three years. Oh, uh, it says Bob grew up in New York. Never mind. Well, no, New York, New Jersey. No, he—it says here he uh. grew up in New Jersey too, which is super weird. Hey, are you going to bring back baked? That is weird. Um, I don't know. You know, baked. Bake was my uh, Food Network show where right. you know I'm a big sourdough bread guy, and I'm not sure they're they're taking their time telling us whether it's coming back. They ran some on the Cooking Channel, so I thought maybe they're interested. But in the meantime, I started a series on YouTube called Getting Baked with Tom, and because everyone keeps asking how do you make the bread, so I'm doing like these funny tutorials of how you make sourdough bread and just putting it on YouTube. And I, rather than wait for the Food Network. Tom, I had forgotten you're a big bread fan. That's yeah. right. Did you see the Irishmen when they were ripping off the bread and dipping it in the red wine? I thought that was so odd, oh. like an Italian thing. And then I did it a couple weekends ago. It's wonderful. It is really good. Now, if you see an Italian doing something with food, just do it. Do it. Just <laughs> they know what talking about. Well, Tom, we appreciate That's how we got fat. We yeah, can- yeah. See, we brought it full, full circle. circle. Uh, I want to tell everybody about the Netflix special that's out right now. Tom Papa, you're the best. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. See you soon.